0: Thanks for joining us today. I'm Deborah Morton with Clario Real Estate, and I'm so glad to introduce Kale
1: Orge with Supreme Lending. And Luke. And I'm Luke Hale, also Supreme Lending.
0: And Morgan Elise, Clario Real Estate. We are here today to talk about mortgages, financing, and the real estate world. In the Atlanta metro area, there's information that you need to know. So, you were saying. We're at a 17-year
2: high. 17-year high on the 10-year Treasury. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. So, how
0: does that translate to what regular people? The question is like,
2: why, right? Mm -hmm. Because again, if the Fed is saying, hey, watch this, this, and this, right, Mm -hmm. and this, this, and this would be consumer price index, which is basically what is a consumer willing to pay for something, Mm -hmm. right? Then the production, the producers price index, what does it cost to build something, Mm -hmm. and then the jobs market, all those things are trending down, which is what we want to see. Meaning, it's cheaper to buy stuff, it's cheaper to build stuff. Uh, Employment, unemployment's actually going up. So that's a good thing, Mm -hmm. right? Because if unemployment goes up, that means that wages, there's not a pressure to give people higher wages, which just makes inflation go up. Because when we get money, what do we do with it? Spend it. We spend it, right? Right. Which doesn't help inflation at all. So it's like, why are these things going down? Why are they trending in the right direction? But then why is the 10-year treasury going up? Like, it just doesn't make sense. The only explanation is to say that, well, if, Home prices is the key driver inflation right now. Then they're just making a very bullish move to stop inflation by having the interest rates Using held the artificially high. Using the housing high.
0: industry. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: To when the that. cost of money is higher, people spend less.
2: Yeah.
0: And that's what we're seeing.
2: So we've got all the demographics here in Atlanta. You know, yes. we've got employment, jobs, we've got people. And when the market goes up and and we're seeing, you know, the right house in the right area, priced right, still goes above list price.
0: It does with multiple offers. For
2: sure. So you look at that and you say, well, how, like, even though rates are going up, the market's still doing this. That's why the Fed is trying very hard, attacking our industry specifically to get on top of inflation, because our industry is that one that's still being very picky.
0: It does feel like we're being attacked.
3: So, you have like an insider knowledge to where a standard customer has no idea what's going on. Cause, like, on social media, Zillow, Realtor, or any internet um, website, like, we have no idea what all of that means. Right. So, why should someone not only say, why should someone talk to you? Um, when is the best time someone should talk to you? Immediately. Okay.
2: You know, it, it's like, when's the best time to have a conversation with your doctor? It was yesterday. <laughs> you know that, That's like you start feeling sick like you needed to talk yesterday, but we always kick the can down the road. So, so if,
0: for good health, you should speak to your mortgage lender
2: early,
0: early. Yeah, because yeah.
2: we say that all the time. Like we're uh-huh. doing surgery on your finances. We kind of use that term a lot. And we're, kinda, mm-hmm. we're getting uncomfortable with your finances. So if you want to put together a realistic game plan and you want to look towards the future, which the future may be this weekend, mm-hmm. right? It may be two or three weeks out, a month out. If you have the right expectation of what to expect, that purchasing process is so much more enjoyable. And you set the right expectation, and you're not showing someone a house at 700000 and they fall in love with it just to find out they can only afford 400000 or they want to spend 400000
0: We just left a buyer consultation and basically had that exact conversation is what you qualify for and what you're willing to spend you got to figure that out because it has to be comfortable. Otherwise, we're going to be looking at houses and going backwards. Yeah, The houses are never as nice. It's, it's hard
2: to undo that, right? Yeah. And so to your question, when do you want to talk? You want to talk at the beginning of the process for more than one reason because mm-hmm. sometimes people are pleasantly surprised at what we tell them, the information we're giving them, right? Mm-hmm. And we say it all the time, knowledge is power. So the more information you have, the more you can go at it from a strategic standpoint, the more good information you have, you're just able to make a good decision. Because if you listen to all the fluff out here, well, I'm not going to buy it because the housing market's going to crash. Well, then you're just going to sit on the sideline and waste valuable time, mm-hmm. right? But if you get out there and you've got the information in front of you, then you can make the educated decision. The answer is either yes or no. Mm-hmm. And some people, the answer is no. You don't want to buy right now. For the people, yes, like when has real estate ever been a bad investment, right? It's just. It's not, you just can you hold on to it through some of these low periods and then it comes back. If you bought in 2019, how happy were you that you bought right. in 2019?
0: And frankly, I bought in 2007. That would have been when it was not, not a good to buy. time to buy. But I am so far recovered at this point. Absolutely. You're and, a
1: genius and for and buying in 2007.
0: Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. And maybe in 2010, 11, I didn't feel like a genius but it was the right house that suited my family, the space we needed, right schools, right location, right neighborhood, and now I've got sitting on plenty of equity.
2: Yeah, and what we do on our end when we're talking to your clients, Mm -hmm. is the answer is budget, right? People say all the time, should I buy now? Like how many realtors are making a video right now says this is the great time to buy a house. According to realtors, it's never a bad time to buy a house. right? (laughs) Everybody has the video, but if you can give the why, Mm -hmm. then you have legitimacy behind your video which again if you have a budget and you can afford the house Mm -hmm. rates are going to change they're going to do whatever they want to do we can like we can control that anyway Mm -hmm. so go ahead and buy the house and that's what we work on Luke and I is working really on budget and what do people want to spend and then we turn them over to people like you to say all right go find the house and here's the budget you make it happen and that was a great buy when they bought it and in five ten years seven years when they go to sell it's gonna be a great buy then
0: so, Morgan and Luke are helping a lot of first-time buyers. Yeah. So, that budget conversation, we're going to speak in a different language than y'all are going to speak. Sum that up. How are you going to talk to people who are living at their parents' house and prepping them or renting? Like, what does that look like?
1: It's a great question.
0: I think the biggest thing, just from what I've seen, is people are so
3: concerned about just their credit score so i tell them so some of my friends are currently renting and i tell them like hey like you should go talk to some lenders get pre-qualified just see where. not you're just going. some lenders yes the best yes. lenders. the best <laughs> see supreme lending
0: um
3: well, yeah see supreme lending um just to have that conversation explore your options see what you're qualified for and they get caught up on their credit score isn't good enough They have a rent until three more months, or two more months, um, and then they're going to renew their lease, and just little
0: things like that. Um, So you're hearing younger people are worried about credit. And maybe maybe the process that they're unfamiliar with isn't suiting them. So how would you address that?
1: And with credit, this is why it's especially important to meet with the lender as early as possible, because then you have more time while maybe you are living with your parents or you're renting, to work on your credit. That's something that we actually, Cal and I, prioritize is we'll look into your credit, whether it be a soft pull um, or what have you, just to be able to have a glimpse into your credit profile. And then we can, uh, you know, devise a game plan and a strategy to work on their credit and prove it to where it needs to be so that by the time you're, you know, ready to buy, maybe your credit's good enough to qualify or maybe it's even better than you thought it might have been. um, And that makes pricing even better. The higher your credit score is, the more affordable the process is.
0: So if your credit score is 800.
1: You're going to have the best price. In fact, 780 is the best pricing. But let's say, usually when people want to really consider their credit or think about it, is if they're at a 600 or below. Because then it's, can I buy, can I not buy? There's also a situation where if your credit's maybe at 700, great credit score. Um, but if there's a way to bump it up to 740, 760, 780, the price is going to improve and it's going to be a more affordable process, which especially important for first time home buyers.
0: That's good information. So a lot of times your people think, oh, my credit's not good, but they don't really, based on what? Like, are they pulling credit karma, right? Yeah. (laughs) So having a conversation, it's a soft pull. Mm -hmm. And even if they're not in above 600 at this point, because of lack of credit, you can give them a game plan for getting there. And that I think is the key for helping people is giving them a plan to get where they need to go. That whole clear path thing. Clear path to success, Clario Real Estate.
3: Clario. <laughs> it's it,
2: the signs are everywhere, right? Yes. It, it's a beautiful There's literally
3: thing. signs I everywhere. I know,
2: <laughs> yeah. Credit is a big one though. Um, and again, it's when you don't know, and you don't have the information, then there's a lot to be nervous about. Mm-hmm. But when you start shining lights on things, you realize, mm-hmm. well, they're not that bad. It's not that big of a deal because most of the clients that we talk to, if they are in a position where credit's bad, mm-hmm. you're talking in a 30, 45 day window, you can clean that up pretty darn good, mm-hmm. right? So if you have three more months remaining on your lease, why would you not take advantage of the three months to fix your credit? And like Luke said, get it as high as possible mm-hmm. because the higher it is, the more doors that are opening up and affordability is everything right now. People are not going to buy because in their mind, they think I can't afford it.
0: And when they think I can't afford it, other than credit, what else are they telling you I can't afford? Or what are what is the the conversation you're having with potential first-time buyers? It's that we can help people? How much is a down payment?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is I don't think I have enough money saved up for down payment and closing costs. There's ways to get around that as the lender. We can you know investigate and really provide a clear financial picture. Maybe. Maybe it's a gift fund from a family member. I see that a lot with first-time home buyers, more than you probably would think. Um, a family member wants to help out and contribute, especially because home prices are where they are. Um, there's also down payment assistance opportunities where you know we have an in-house product called Supreme Dream. Um, it helps pay the down payment, so they don't have to bring that. All they have to do is bring the closing costs, which are negotiable with the seller. So maybe it's a situation where the seller then helps out. Um,
0: that's on us.
1: Yep, so exactly. We handle that part. Bell's yep. alls expertise. I
3: think it's also a lot of times people hear down payment and it's immediate panic and they're like, oh, down payment's like, what, 50%, 30% of the sales price? And it's 3 to 5% mm-hmm. instead of half, I don't know. I think that whole jump scare. Well,
2: that's, that's what I was going to say is, is, if you have a parent who's trying their very best to help you out, you know, my parents are in their 60s, right? So mm-hmm. almost in their 70s, truth be told. But, you know, when they bought their first house, it was like 20% down. Right. That's just the deal. So if you're passing on that information and you're a 25 30-year-old person looking to buy their first house and you automatically just think, I don't have 20% down. House is for I don't have 80 grand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's where that misconception comes from. So most people say, "Well, Luke, I can't go conventional cuz I don't have 20% down." And like you said, your first-time home is 3% down? All of a sudden, things become much more attainable the more information you get.
0: So when you talk about gift funds from a family member, is it possible for somebody, let's say you have uh, parents who are maybe in their 50s, 60s, 70s, whatever age. They have a lot of equity in their house. They don't have any intention of moving, plus they have retirement savings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do the gift funds have to come from their checking account?
1: Not necessarily. No, it can. There's myriad opportunities where that can come from. It can come from retirement. It can come from mm-hmm. the equity in their home if they want to use that and have access to it. Mm-hmm. Um, they can pull that out, and that can be used for a gift fund. Really, the only, you know, block on it is you can't use financed money for the gift fund, so it can't come from a loan per se. Right.
0: I can't borrow money to gift
1: exactly to
0: my child to buy a house but if it's your
1: own equity or your own funds absolutely
0: so if I wanted to get an equity line of credit on my home to gift money for her down payment that would work
1: that would work and you have cash to be able to give to them in the form of a gift fund
0: because I'm not moving exactly she's gonna pay me back at some point even though that's (laughs)
2: don't tell us that
0: (laughs) but I mean there's a lot of options so if if you if there is somebody out there who is paying too much in rent they know what their budget is and it's just the down payment part that is problematic Mm -hmm. there's ways to get through that when you have a good conversation
2: absolutely and you bring up rent payment that (laughs) If you look at the nation, why does the nation watch Atlanta housing right now? Mm-hmm. It's because the way that the rent and the mortgage payments are so closely linked together. Mm-hmm. So we're one of those cities where it's like, if you can afford the rent, you can afford to buy. It's not like rent is $1,000 cheaper than a home right. than a home payment. right? They're so closely t- tied together mm-hmm. that most of the time we're telling people, you're paying $1,800 a month in rent. You could easily buy a house. Let's get the down payment and the cash to close figured out. Let's get creative however we need to. And then you could be a homeowner. There's no more time wasting and just burning money on rent payment.
3: And also, I did talk to a bunch of my friends that are currently renting. The thing about mortgages that scare them is they're used to the twenty-year, thirty-year loans. Instead, you can do—you don't have to do a thirty-year
0: loan. Thirty-year loans best though, right?
1: Depends what you want and need. A thirty-year is going to be the cheapest monthly payment option um, because it is, you know, so long. So, you know, the payment increments that amount's gonna be smaller. Um, 15-year, if you wanna pay it off quicker, that's a good option, but for a first-time home buyer, they might wanna have the smallest payment possible, in which case a 30-year is usually the ticket.
0: I did. I took a 30-year loan when I bought my house, but I added additional principal payments every month, and I I pulled up an amortization schedule, just a chart of how much extra to pay, and I got my house down to a 10-year mortgage just by paying extra on the principal. Yeah. And qualified mortgage professionals can step everybody through that.
2: Absolutely. But you have
0: to have the conversation.
3: Yeah. Yes, I think the initial thing is just having the conversation, it's one of your options. That's like the first step